0: So welcome to the Talks photography podcast. Today we're looking at what is the right camera for beginners. So this can be photography cameras, this can be video cameras and it can range in prices as well. So how much do you have to spend on the right camera for you is a good question. So in your mind think about a budget. The budget is going to be something you're comfortable paying for a camera, something that won't take you too much out of pocket you want to consider it's not just the camera you might have to buy a separate lens you will have to buy gear so there's a few different things you need to keep in mind when you're buying gear if you let me know what your questions are what cameras you have what photography gear you have what you're planning to do today here live I'm going to help you answer those questions I want to get you basically shooting photos video whatever it's going to be and I can for those watching live, you can see the video quality of a few cameras that I'm planning to show you. I've actually set up a cheap, a very cheap camera right here. Let me just turn it on to PC cam mode. And then let me put this onto my computer system. So you can see exactly what quality looks like versus bad quality. Well, not bad, but good versus bad. So the action camera is being connected via a USB cable. Is that the best way to connect a camera to a computer? Depends what you're looking to do. What is your plan? How do you want to set up your camera? I'm at the same time testing this kind of new setup I've got now. I want to see if this works well for you. Can you hear me okay? Does it look okay? Let me know. And I can go into this subject today. What is the right camera for beginners? So beginners are different classes of beginners. You have my beginner video guy. You might be making videos. You might be a a beginner photographer. You might just want to take photos. What is it you want to do? What kind of photos do you want to take? Where are you planning to take your hobby? We'll call it at this point. And do you already have camera gear that you can adapt? Is it just the case that we can look at what you already own and see if we can get you something to basically up your quality? So for example, if you had a really old camera, you could use the old camera and buy an upgraded lens for it. If it doesn't allow you to get a lens, how can we get the best from that camera for you? There's a few ways you can do it. You can either look at the quality of the camera. How old is the camera? Are you able to do what you need to do? Because sometimes people just automatically think, oh, let's buy a new camera. But that's not the answer to it. If you're looking to do something and you can do it with your current gear, you don't need to buy new fancy gear. So That's like a massive thing you want to think about. Um, so if you have any questions, drop them in chat. I'm doing this live on Reddit so you can kind of get feedback and answers to any questions. And I've got a multi-camera view set up today. How do I take photo of my cat? Please, I'm stuck. Uh, I did some photos with my dog. It's quite hard if you think about it. So if you're doing photos with... Uh, animals you're going to use something that gets you the photo nicely uh, are you using a mobile phone do you have a camera what kind of quality camera do you have at the moment so these little things will help us are you looking to take photos of the cat sitting down relaxing or you want to get an action shot of it jumping is it a boy or girl cat what's her name i'm saying her as if it's a cat Um, but yeah so that's something there let me know and i can answer that Uh, Camera-wise, you might want something with decent quality and also good stabilisation. Because if you're photographing something that's constantly moving, then you want to think about what is the photo going to look like in the end, because you might get lots of blurry photos. If you're getting blurry photos, that means that the subject you're trying to photograph is moving a bit too quickly. So then how can we make that sharper? There's a couple of ways of doing it either have better lighting Uh, he's always looking things and it's blurry okay so if it's blurry are you using a mobile phone to take photos with what type of lighting environment is it so is it indoors is it like just normal ceiling light because if it is what you want to probably do is think about either one increasing the light if you have more light it will give you a better photograph because right now this like what i've set up here is three lights and that kind of makes it look a bit clearer. Um, Also, if you're looking to take fast-moving photos and you don't want them to be blurry, in your camera, what happens is if it's too dark, your camera automatically makes your shutter speed a bit slower to let in more light. So shutter speed is something that basically takes a photograph and it kind of, think of it like a flap. It opens and it lets light in, then it closes. If it opens and closes quickly, it's getting a quick snapshot in which means a sharp photo. If it's too dark, the camera thinks, if it's in automatic mode, it will think, oh, you know what? It's too dark. I need to open this for a bit longer and let in more light. When you open something and let in more light, and if that subject is moving during that process, then it's going to show movement, which is similar to if you do night photography, you know, when they do light trails and stuff. That's basically what that is. So you want to be able to get a sharp, quick shutter speed. So If you're talking mobile phones, maybe download an app which lets you set it manually. So that you can set your shutter speed. Ideally a good shutter speed for something moving like a cat or something. As long as it's not running too fast. About 100 shutter speed might be okay. And then if you can get like 400 ISO. Because if it's a mobile phone and it's indoors, the lighting's not going to be great. Those three numbers you want to concentrate on. So try your lock at 400 ISO. That's image sensitivity. And then do 100 shutter speed those are two things you can look at and that should help you but if it's really dark you might have to open it to about 800 ISO so maybe download that app and see if you can play about with that and um, you will get good photos it's a matter of playing with the settings and seeing which settings work better which settings don't work well and then adjusting them so it's like you're learning from each photo and making it better and better so that's kind of answering it if you're taking uh, photos of like cats and stuff. Most of us are going to be taking photos indoors now, aren't we? Because we can't really go out. Like, it's all, everything's like, especially now. But if you're listening to the podcast and you're listening back to this at uh, a later point, currently the UK still is in lockdown. A lot of places are, so you can't really go out and take photos. But you can make the best of what you're doing at the moment indoors and learn stuff that you can do later on. So that might help you. Um, but yeah, photography-wise, camera-wise it's kind of open. You can look at different types of cameras. You don't have to buy a very expensive camera because what you'll find is if you're struggling taking photos with your phone, you'll have to learn a whole new camera. If you buy a DSLR, for example, you'll have to learn the three settings that let you get sharp photos. Just because you have a fancy camera won't mean the photos will be any better. You'll have to learn how to use it. So there's a few things to think about there. Um, So what is the right camera for beginners? Well, that's an open question. Because anybody that has a camera, if they use it and they learn to use it well, they'll be fine. It's my thing, okay. But yeah, so action cameras are a good one. You can use action cameras because you can shoot at like a, a little video clip at a high shutter speed, and then go through the video, and then you you can pause it at certain points. If it's just for like social media and stuff, you can try that trick because that might work out better for you rather than buy like a really fancy camera and then have to lug it around everywhere. Because who's got that much spare money where they can buy like a fancy camera? Because if you think about it, a good DSLR, you'd probably be looking at, depends where you are in the world, but a couple of hundred easily for a body. And then four, three, four hundred pounds for a lens. That's what six, seven hundred pounds, which is about eight hundred dollars maybe in the other countries. So think about what you want to do. Think about what the right camera is for your purpose. If you're not sure what type of photos you take, a good trick is have a look at your mobile phone. And check your most recent photos. And see what kind of photos you've been taking. Because you may find that majority of your photos are like family shots, indoors, close-ups. So that's kind of suggesting you, you like taking more portrait photos. Which means you might want a lens that is more geared to portraits. But if you find yourself always zooming in and taking photos of things far away. Then that means you actually like to do like further distance photographs. So you want something with a zoom lens. So that's like a quick trick and hack. If you don't take many photos, then you may not need to get a camera. Because if you're not taking them on your phone, what makes you think you're going to take photos on something else that you have to kind of set up? So that's like a quick look at that side of things. Pricing wise, camera wise, Nikon, Canon, Sony, Fujifilm, whichever camera it is, there's not a massive difference between them these days. A lot of people like are very loyal to their camera make and stuff. But the camera it doesn't really matter. As long as you can take photographs with it and you learn the camera, any one of those will get you sorted out. Um, And other than that, looking at options online, you don't have to buy it brand new. You can buy it secondhand. So cameras come in many different types. You can buy a point and shoot camera, which is going to be very similar to uh, a mobile phone. You might buy a DSLR camera, which is more like this kind of thing up here. They've got two there. My DSLRs are really old. I don't use new fancy DSLRs. I look, I don't have to buy like the latest 5K camera. If you use an old camera, you know how to use it. You'll be surprised. You'll get some amazing shots. Like for example, this camera I'm filming on there. That's like a 12 year old camera and it's on a tripod and I've got good lights and it looks reasonable. And that is a camcorder. Like remember, remember camcorders? Used to do family, like the flip out screen, that one that's what it is nothing nothing fancy so I use that as a separate option but this is all for live streaming but I can take it off the stand and I can use it for photos I can use it for video it's all down to what your needs are what you want to do um so yeah if you have a camera already and you're looking to upgrade it think about what you want to go to think about your budget and that is going to be something to help you kind of get through the journey. Do you mainly do photographs? Do you mainly do video? That's going to be your main question. Because you can't buy an old camera and do a video on it. You can some, but you might be better off thinking, am I just going to take photos? If you are, don't buy another camera. Just use what you've got. If you want to buy it because you're doing video and you want to do fancy video, that's when you want to buy another camera and spend a bit of money. But yes, let me know if you have any questions about cameras. I can try and help you with your lenses and setup. I'm basically doing a live stream on Reddit where I'm answering questions from the Reddit forum on the RPAN, uh, Reddit Public Access Network. So for the podcast listeners, this is basically a dual purpose thing because I found the information I'm sharing and the questions that people are asking are going to be helpful for other people to hear. So at the same time as this live stream I'm actually recording this uh, setup into Audacity which is a recording software where I can record and basically share. So you can see there that is the podcast being recorded for a multi-purpose use. I'm going to load that on my Zorv Talks photography podcast which is going to help so many people because Reddit has some amazing questions. We did one of these sessions yesterday. And people came out with some amazing questions about uh, how can I live stream with my camera? Why would I use one camera over another camera? What is good about photography cameras? What lens should I buy? What camera should I buy as a beginner? So slowly I'm going to start doing these to help answer those questions and hopefully give some people some information about learning and well helping basically. So what do you shoot at the moment? What photographs have you taken? Have you taken any photographs? Have you thought about taking video? Why aren't you live streaming? Everybody's got something to share online. There's something creative that you're going to do that nobody else can do. So if you can share it and make other people aware of it, that's going to give you a bit of a boost. And the best thing is if you can do it easily and with your existing gear, that's going to be even better because you don't want to invest loads of money just to live stream and not really get anything in return. But if you're kind of making yourself better, think of it like public speaking. People will speak in public just to get better um, at speaking. So think of it like you're on a stage on Reddit speaking to thousands of people that will fly by. How many of them will stay and listen to you? How many won't listen to you? Um, All of these things are photography, video, content creation, general motivation, um, speaking in a way that kind of helps people understand and then you can learn quite a bit because then what will happen is if you don't, people don't understand what you're saying you can find out which bit they didn't understand and you can clarify that better which helps you explain better.